hello your mission should you choose to accept it is to listen to the next 30 minutes of hypothetically speaking on blaze radio and blazeradioonline.com or wherever you get your podcasts i'm von jones and this message will self-destruct in 30 seconds I'm joined by my friends who are not talking right now. They're really, they're really secret. We're all nervous about the message self-destructing. <laughs> I'm Kirsten Dorn. I'm Gideon Karaoke, and am I, am I that guy from James Bond, the, the gadget dude whose name, Quinn? Yes, am I that dude? <laughs> I'm Nicole Pinter, and I can't think fast enough, when, even when you say the motif five minutes beforehand. And we just... So we, I, we're doing different motifs every week. It's fun. We have fun here. Um, Gideon, you have the first story. Uh, news, world news. Yes. that's a spy joke. Yes, uh, uh, it's not world news per se. It is still here on, uh, in the U.S. But this is just coming in in the past hour, uh, before we were recording this. So Arkansas Governor Asa H. Hutchinson vetoes trans youth treatment ban. So Governor Hutchinson, a Republican, did so on Monday, according to the Associated Press. This bill would have made Arkansas the first state in the United States to ban gender confirming treatments or surgery, along with referrals for transgender individuals under the age of 18, such as hormone treatment, puberty blockers, or surgery. This comes after outcry for medical professionals, social workers, and parents of trans youth, among others. I should note, the legislature can override Hutchinson's veto with a simple majority, though. So. Um, I, I definitely, um, there, there's a point that's made by my trans friends that is very, very true. Puberty blockers are reversible and puberty is not reversible. So equating those two things is definitely not um, I don't know. It's definitely, it can definitely be overrided by a simple majority. Um, but isn't, doesn't the governor just have to sign the bill into law no matter what? So Governor Hutchinson could choose not to sign it as well? Yes, I, I, I'm not exactly sure about Arkansas's laws on this, but it, my impression that I got from what I've read on this is that Hutchinson can just basically, uh, yeah, do what you're saying there. Just let it come into law without his signature. Yeah, that is not, that's known as a Mitch McConnell. Um, yeah. Let's see. Quick and there's note. another. Sorry, I quickly want to note as well. We've been using puberty blockers since the 80s. So it's not scary or new. We've been using them for a long time. We've had time to see whether or not there's long-term effects. They've been tried tested and they are okay it's okay don't have to be afraid of science that's all yeah. i wanted to say yeah and this is this is just one of a few states where these rights are um under attack so hopefully other states see the error of the ways of arkansas and just kind of continue to work through these things without work without fear of the unknown um gideon the next story is you too you're on fire today yes i am uh in other news, uh, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has called for the adoption of a global minimum corporate tax as a part of an effort to combat disadvantages that might come from a Biden administration proposal to increase the federal corporate tax rate, according to the Associated Press. Yellen said that the decreasing rates to attract multinational corporations to countries are a, quote, 30-year race to the bottom, end quote. 
she wants to work with the wealthy countries in the group of 20 organization to set a minimum. So Biden's proposal as the uh, as far as the federal corporate tax is to increase the top corporate tax rate to 28% up from 21% and to set a minimum on overseas corporate income along with making it harder to shift earnings abroad. Yellen said these remarks in a speech to the Chicago Council on Global Affairs. So interesting proposal here. Uh, very interesting example of potential international co cooperation. Yeah, I think the race to the bottom point is a very salient point where it's like, if you don't set a minimum, then countries who are trying to attract more business and industry to their country can just completely bottom out like places like the United States, where it's very important to uh, politicians in the United States to bring business back to the United States. Uh, so this could be um, an important thing, and it could be something that could benefit the United States in general. Um, but some people will hear corporate tax and cringe away from the idea. So just sadly how it goes. I have the next one. Uh, I wrote a funny title for this one. Uh, hey, now, you're not an all-star. Um, it's the intersection between sports and politics. Uh, MLB pulls all-star game from Atlanta due to voting rights legislation. Comes after the passage last week of SB 202. It's a 98-page overhaul of Georgia's voting process after Georgia's flip in the 2020 presidential election where they ended up voting for Joe Biden um, as a state. Changes to absentee and early voting as well as how votes are counted. It's general fair and is in a, a lot of states, including the one that three out of the four of us currently live in here in Arizona. Um, general fair stuff like that's going on here as well. Um, Commissioner Rob Manfred said in a statement that the decision to move the all-star game was, quote, the best way to demonstrate our values as a sport. Um, and this harkens back to the NFL in 1993, pulling the Super Bowl away from Arizona because they were the last state not to recognize MLK Day as a national holiday. That was less than th three decades ago. Um, I hate it here. Um, the, the Texas governor, Greg Abbott was supposed to throw the first pitch, um, at an opening at a Rangers home opener. Uh, and now he refuses to do so, um, citing MLB's move, uh, as the reason why he is now backing out. And the game was supposed to memorialize the all-star game was supposed to memorialize Georgia legend, Hank Aaron, who passed away in January, but Manfred says it will still honor him just in a different location. Um, as I mentioned, this is, um, a common intersection between sports and politics. This happens a lot. Um, people are complaining about the MLB challenging the government, but every sports league and every sports team challenges the government every time they want money for a stadium anyway. Um, so political moves in sports are not uncommon um, and working you know, against legislatures and, and threatening to pull out and move different places. It literally happened to Phoenix when Robert Sarver made empty threats about moving the Suns to Seattle if they didn't fund the new arena, if the st state didn't move, fund the new arena with tax money. It happens all the time, uh, except this time the MLB actually went through with it. Um, and this now has brought um, you know, countrywide attention to what's going on in Georgia from people who generally don't pay attention to countrywide politics like we do because we're all a bunch of weirdos. Um, people who don't pay attention to that stuff now know about it because the All-Star game is being moved and people are upset about it. Um, so I think this is really interesting. Does anyone have any thoughts? Uh, just one is that it's it's always money talks. That's it. Money talks. It's it, like you said, Vaughn, like this is nothing new. Sports have been doing this. In 2017, the NBA moved their all-star game 
from North Carolina. Yeah, that's where Charlotte is. Um, they moved their game from North Carolina because of the controversial bathroom bill, as it was kind of the term it was coined. Um, so this is this is nothing new. And money talks. People don't like something. You take money away from it. And yes, it's you know unfortunate for the small businesses in the area that would have benefited, but that that's what happens when you sign horrible legislation into into law. You know, money talks. They can do MLB can do what they want to, just as you can. They're no different. Yeah, it, it's very interesting to see these political plays. Um, I, you know, it's a little odd um, just to see, especially because the MLB, in terms of how they are commissioned by Rob Manfred and the general political ideology that surrounds baseball, this whole thing, um, it's uh, just an interesting scenario all around. Um, we're going to move to entertainment very quickly. Nicole, uh, give us the rundown on the SAG Awards. It's the Screen Actors Guild. Um, it has nothing to do with any sort of sagging or anything. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, so I'm just focusing on the movies part of this. There were TV awards for TV, of course. But Viola Davis and Chadwick Boseman won outstanding performance for uh, a male and female in a movie for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, Chadwick Boseman was also honored. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya, I really hope I said that right, won Best Male Supporting Role for Judas and the Black Messiah, which I still haven't seen yet, and I'm really mad at myself, but I've heard it's amazing, and he's incredible in it. I, I can just tell that from the trailers, and you know it too. Uh, also, rounding out sort of the movie awards in historic fashion, Yu Young Yoon won Best Female Supporting Role for Minari. This was one of the more, her, her and Viola Davis were the two very unexpected winners of the SAG Awards. And this is important because it's, you know, not only is it for people of color, but it's also sort of a look ahead to the Oscars, as you said before, Vaughn. So really, really interesting, really cool. Congrats to everyone. Of course, TV Awards too, go look that up. I'm just focusing on movies. This next one, um, I'm going to mark it down really quickly. We're about at the 10 minute mark for the show. Um, Kirsten has a mega story uh, on James Charles. And I really am so excited to see how, because this is mostly from memory. Um, and that's the part that's most impressive for me. Kirsten has most of this story basically committed to memory. Um, so I want to see how long we can get with Kirsten's memory on this situation. Um, please take it away. Thank you, Vaughn. Yeah, so I have been kind of, following this drama like you said before in the pre-show talk we both really enjoy following drama that has nothing to do with us and for me that encompasses the beauty community quote-unquote on youtube and social media at large so today sorry sisters we're gonna talk about james charles again so if you don't know james charles is a beauty youtuber and an influencer He's worked with a lot of celebrities and featured them in his videos, and he's once again landed himself in a sister scandal. This time, though, it's a lot more serious, and it's catching the attention of mainstream news outlets, not just the usual drama channels on YouTube. So to understand the context of what happened, we need to go back to May of 2019, when Charles had his first really major scandal. 
Fellow beauty YouTuber and influencer um, Tati Westbrook released a YouTube video titled By Sister, and it basically broke the internet. Um, this was following some minor drama between herself and Charles over a sponsorship he did with a business competitor of hers in the beauty supplement industry. The video, which was over 40 minutes long and has since been deleted from Westbrook's channel, channel for reasons that would take too long to explain, but it's a whole other drama saga thing. Um, the video outlines, among other things, allegations that Charles had been inappropriately using his power and influence as what we'll call a minor celebrity to come on to straight men. It's complicated and messy to explain what led up to this, but suffice it to say, James Charles had been in another minor scandal right before this, in which he was accused of making a straight man who was 19 at the time um, uncomfortable. And this man had come out and said that James had made him, you know, just uncomfortable and was doing things that he wasn't okay with and being kind of pushy in their relationship with one another after they had been flirting for a while. They attended Coachella together. It was a whole thing. And Charles claimed that the man said at the time that he was either bisexual or bicurious when they were talking and that he didn't know that this man was straight. So once Westbrook's video dropped, Charles lost about 3 million subscribers. And shortly after he came back with a video laying out his side of the story, laden with screenshots and other, what the internet usually calls receipts, just meaning like evidence, to his point titled No More Lies. More recently, within the past few months, several 16-year-old boys' allegations that Charles had been inappropriately messaging them over Snapchat were added to a growing list of allegations from fans and other men and boys claiming to have had similar experiences. This is incredibly concerning because there's one 16-year-old boy at the center of this but I, this is the point where I did go check up on with other sources and things like that to confirm. And I had to change the wording here from 16 year old boy to 16 year old boys, plural, that are, are you know airing out allegations against Charles. In his apology video, um, Charles confirms that just two of the alleged in interactions between himself and the underage boys and doesn't specify which two beyond referencing a time frame. Um, he released a video on April 1st titled Holding Myself Accountable to address the allegations. And he in it admitted that he unknowingly had what he called flirty conversations with some fans. And because they had lied to him and told him they were 18 years old or older. One big problem here. Some of these allegations include Charles sending inappropriate photos of himself to these underage boys. He concluded the video with an apology to the victims and an acknowledgement um, that the situation was caused by his actions and his actions alone, saying he now understands the root of the problem. But even though this apology seems like it's been accepted by the internet at large, it's somewhat disappointing to me to see that. He's had three years to understand his position as an influencer, the imbalanced power dynamics that can create, and not only how these actions cross over into the criminal when you begin involving minors, but 
also how poorly they reflect on the LGBT community at large, specifically on other gay men, because there is that stereotype that gay men are predatory towards straight men. And lots of people on the internet have been saying for years now that Charles needs to either be deplatformed or begin taking what he says into account a lot more because he's joked about it quite a bit um, about being into straight men and liking them and things like that. It, it just reflects very, very poorly on the community. And yeah, from here on out, we'll see what goes on, but that's really where the situation is at now. All right. Um, I don't really have, I don't think like there's a ton to say about that other than that it is wrong um, to use your power dynamics um, to, you know, inappropriately conduct yourself. It's not good. No bueno. Bad move. Um, and also illegal in this case. So don't break the law. Um, rapper DMX, he has a heart attack. He's currently in a vegetative state and on life support in, hos in a hospital in New York. Uh, sorry for all the serious news. Um, his lawyer clarified a heart attack after rumors of an overdose. Um, he has little to no brain activity or function and his family is saying they are waiting and praying. There are people though holding prayer vigils outside of the hospital where DMX is currently residing. Um, it's just kind of a bummer. So hopefully DMX gets better and can continue to grace the world. Uh, with good music. Um, Nicole, let's uh, do a clean transition from entertainment to sports. Oh, you don't want me to, okay. You want me to do the last thing? Yeah, that's Let the clean transition from entertainment to sports. That's okay, what, okay. It's, fair, the, it's fair. The, the cross section of the two. I made it not clean. I'm sorry, I'm working real slow today. Space Jam 2 trailer drops over the weekend. Um, everybody's just trying to be ready player one, basically. I just, bunch of references but it looks kind of fun uh all i have to say is don't you dare group the lego movie in with this new genre of like you know just nostalgia because they're better than that they're a commercial but they're a good commercial uh a lot of visual noise looks like i said looks kind of fun though uh a lot of people noted lebron building a super team in the toon world because of course he is and Zendaya is now Lola Bunny. So that's cool. I didn't realize, you know, it's kind of weird that that casting news came out after the trailer dropped. Yeah, I was going to but... say, because I don't think she talks much in the trailer. It's just very odd to have that news come out that late. Um, also, Damian right. Lillard is in the movie, but he's a purple and gold robot. I am calling the league office. LeBron, stop tampering. Uh, it's against the rules. Kirsten. I just... I'm sorry, I'm baffled by the fact that Zendaya is Lola Bunny, and yet people seem to care so much more about the Lola Bunny design change. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> well, this is very new. I Nobody knew Zendaya was Lola Bunny. Um, Space Jam 2, like Nicole said, it looks fun. I'll watch it. I'm, probably, I'm pretty sure I'll enjoy it. It's going to be dumb. Don Cheadle's in it, uh, and everyone's going to be. It's going to be fun. I'm going to have a good time. Um, and now, in the clean transition to sports... Um, number one seed Stanford wins NCAA Women's Basketball Championship. I am very sad. Um, I am not usually a Wildcats person, um, but Ari McDonald and Coach Adia Barnes 
have made me like they are so likable that they have overcome my hate for the U of A Wildcats and allowed me to like them. And I'm very sad that they lost. Um, most of the tournament was chalk, like the numbered, like the higher seed winning against the lower seed, except U of A defied expectations all the way to the end. They were hungry. They played really, really well. Great defense. Um, but in the end, just a sad, sad loss for them. Um, but good for Stanford. Shout out to um, their entire, like they just have so many impressive players on their roster. Um, and I'm a fan. Um, and then also, we don't know the result of the men's championship yet. We don't know it. Nicole. Yeah. Um, just on the woman's end. Yeah. Stanford, Arizona, it was somewhat of a, uh, depending how you look at it, a little sloppy on both sides in some places, um, Stanford specifically in Arizona just couldn't take advantage of it. And that's credit to Stanford's defense. Honestly, um, they had a chance at, to win it at the end. It, the final score was 54, 53. They got the player. They got Ari McDonald. Uh, she was triple teamed and, she will probably forever be triple teamed. Uh, yeah. It was just in- incredible defense. They still, what makes me mad is Arizona still had one timeout. You, you can, they could have used the timeout. Yeah. And I'm so mad they didn't. And, Last three plays yeah. of that game is from the Bobby Hurley school of not doing anything. Um, <laughs> a lot of isolation, a lot of very, I, I still will find a way, even though ASU hasn't played in months to insult Bobby Hurley. Um, That's okay. Was... I respect that. Also, <laughs> Gonzaga UCLA was was a good game. Jalen one of one of the coolest games I've ever seen. I think that was so cool. It was crazy. That was yeah. I loved it. it was um, insane. <laughs> I'm rooting for Gonzaga. I think an undefeated season is cool, and I really like Jalen Suggs. Uh, forks up, by the way. Uh, distant distant relative of AS former ASU player and now current Raven Terrell Suggs. Um, or, or actually, he retired. He was a Cardinal before he retired. So forks up. Um, anyway. Uh, Hubert Davis, a former UNC player from 1988 to 1992, is now the UNC head coach. Um, He replaces the longtime coach Roy Williams. He was appointed literally like an hour ago. Um, I find it interesting that they hired from within, despite the fact that they're UNC and anyone would pick up the phone if they called them. Um, And uh, Davis was an ESPN analyst uh, for college basketball, and he has the third highest three-point shooting percentage in NBA history, which I thought was really interesting um so there's your fun facts for the day um some very briefly some bad news uh that is not good another lawsuit against Deshaun Watson bringing the total to 22 women hopefully there is accountability in this we've talked about this before um don't use your power dynamics to be negative and act poorly towards other people um the Lakers are now closer to a play-in seating game uh than the home court advantage in the playoffs for those of you unaware the NBA expanded their seating uh system to uh, seven through 10 uh, is uh, you have to play in a seeding tournament to find out who gets to play between those four teams in the playoffs. And the Lakers are closer to that uh, than actually being uh, home, having home court advantage and being the higher seed in most of their matchups. Um, this could matter um, if the United States is uh, going to be a thing, uh, if it's going to continue to uh, like, vaccinate people and it could continue to matter if fans actually get back into the stands in most games which they could um so i'm interested to see how that will be affected um very quickly suns roundup my favorite thing in the world um they beat all the teams they were supposed to beat this week uh but they play the jazz who are the seed above them and the clippers who are the seed below them on a home road back-to-back on wednesday and thursday uh and i'm absolutely petrified um and i am deeply upset um no bueno not fun I'm scared I hate games that matter I haven't like watched a game that mattered 
you know, of course I watched eight in a row that mattered during the bubble, but before that I hadn't watched any games that mattered in like seven years and I don't like it. It's not fun. Before we go into this last point, um, I'm going to think all day about how I messed up your very clean transition earlier, but you know, that's okay. Um, also the bulls beat the nets on Sunday, even though Kyrie put up 24. So take that. Uh, <laughs> very happy. Good win. Uh, last, last but not least, could Shohei Otani strike out Shohei Otani? That, that is a question that everyone is pondering today and probably when this is premiering. So Otani, Sunday night baseball against the White Sox, threw a 101.1 specifically mile per hour pitch. That's the fastest pitch thrown all season so far. I know it's only been like three or four days, but it is. Uh, and then proceeded to blast 115 mile per hour, 451 foot home run on the first on his first pitch uh just incredible and then kind of a scary sequence in the fifth inning where he got pulled out uh Joe Madden claims it wasn't because it looked like he could have had his leg snapped off but you know that's you know (laughs) oh well um so everyone's just hoping Otani is okay and stays healthy for the season because if he does the Angels they could be dangerous we say that every time and then they know oh, I know I know so many angels fans and they just all know pain and they are immune to the sadness um which is crazy to me um I think uh that's all we have for hypothetically speaking today uh we actually made it out a little early which is funny uh despite the fact that we had some pretty long stories uh good job everyone we covered a lot of ground um but uh, as i said this message will self-destruct in 30 seconds uh so please throw it away so as to not be harmed um for hypothetically speaking i'm von jones for getting karaoke kirsten dorman and nicole pinter um i don't know james bond call me when you want call me when you need <laughs> hey uh it's von i'm editing this it's like 4 30 on monday uh when i'm editing this um, we literally wrapped up recording and then like three to four minutes later, Sam Darnold got traded to the Panthers. So Sam Darnold got traded to the Panthers in sports news. Uh, sorry that we have to film this a day in advance in the middle of the afternoon. Um, I'm sure Nicole's really happy that it's not the bears. Uh, thanks again for listening.